The Gospel is written in the 13th chapter of Matthew, starting at verse 24. The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst, now thou, not, did the, <laughs> didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? He said unto them, An enemy hath done this. The servants said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, lest while ye gather up the tares, ye root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, gather ye together first the tears, and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee. I'm quite sure the gospel reading today is familiar to you as it comes around regularly in our Book of Common Prayer at this point in the lectionary on the fifth Sunday after the Epiphany as we head towards the third Sunday before Lent. Oh, how the seasons change, they come and go. I'm looking forward, however, to our identical twin grandsons being christened on the first Sunday of Lent, Sunday the 5th of March. Born on the 1st of July last year, many weeks earlier than expected, as granny, that's me, I remain unable to identify quickly which is Felix and which is Toby. My daughter generally puts them in different attire when I'm looking after them to avoid the problem. But then I have to remember who is in what clothing. The story continues, and it could bother me. Babies are such heavenly creatures, and the story that we have today, the wheat and the tares, is the focus of our attention today, and how nice to be distracted. Taking the reading of the gospel we have just heard, Heard, the reading and the analogy can go a little further because we could say identical twins share the common experience of growing up side by side, sharing roots, often entwined physically and mentally. But in the parable of the wheat and the tares, we have an earthly and an earthy story with a heavenly meaning. The wheat and the tares have the common experience of having been planted in the same soil, if not actually together on sowing. But unlike the twins, they initially look alike, but are not of the same family. Their roots are not shared. They are just entwined. Tares are plants that look just like wheat until harvest time when it turns out they are counterfeit. I learned quite some facts about tares that surprised me. 
At the time of the ministry of Jesus, tear seeds regularly got mixed in with wheat grain to a great or lesser extent and served to contaminate the flour. On eating bread made with such flour, in extreme cases, it was known to cause paralysis. More typically, perhaps, the presence of tear seeds in the bread caused dizziness and a feeling of intoxication. Indeed, it, it pursued all the classic symptoms of drunkenness, a general trembling followed by inability to walk, hindered speech and vomiting. Wikipedia explains tares to be a plant or weed now named bearded darnel, the only deleterious grain found among the grasses, and also known as false wheat. Darnel still grows plentifully today as a weed in the whole region around Israel and remains a problem for farmers. The parable was therefore based on a known problem of contamination of which everyone was fully aware, not a hypothetical one. We can examine the parable in two very important ways. For example, the character of the seed. The wheat seed produced wheat, while the tare seed produced weeds. On a spiritual level, the seed is what we have placed our faith in, the grace of our Lord. The tares, mixed up with the genuine article, the wheat, may be hoping in any number of emotional, spiritual, or physical experiences to achieve their salvation. But it all ultimately comes down to where each places its faith. Are we wheat, wheat or are we tares? Are we the real thing or good lookalikes? Do we really and truly trust in Jesus for our salvation? And are we living a genuine life of faith? And what about the character of the sower? The good seed was sown by the owner of the field. The tares were sown by his enemy. Why did the enemy do this? Obviously, it was in an effort to ruin the owner's crop, and ultimately, it was an attack upon the farmer. Satan is in the business of sowing tares among God's wheat. His devilish plan is to place enough of the artificial among the real, posing as genuine, so the whole crop can be devalued, if not ruined, undoing all the good that can be done. And if we talked about congregations or the Church of England, if we managed to mix enough goats in among the sheep, then Satan can indeed disrupt any harmony and the blessedness of the church. The lost can only imitate the saved for so long and then the true poisonous nature of the tears will emerge. So both wheat and tares were planted in the same soil, mixed together and both progressed together. The wheat grew and the tares also grew, and it was extremely difficult initially to tell them apart. The tares did everything the wheat did, and they looked good doing it. But the time approached for the plants to produce. The one thing the tear cannot do is produce useful fruit. As the wheat plant started to form its wheat kernels and to develop its seeds, then slowly the heads of the wheat plants start to dip under the weight and abundance of the good seed being produced. In contrast, 
The tear only produced tiny black seeds, sufficient to ensure its own survival as an unwanted and useless weed. And so closely embedded amongst the wheat, with roots of both entangled, it was now difficult to remove without also damaging the wheat. So what do I mean by all this? The tares among us lack the very thing that makes a genuine believer so special. They lack the fruit of the Spirit. And in Scripture, perhaps they can counterfeit it for a time, but eventually their true nature is to be seen. If we are a tear, we can give all the vibes and appearances of being a Christian, but what we look like and the things that we do cannot be the basis of any assurance. We have to all be sure that our faith is in Jesus Christ and in him alone. And remember when it comes to bearing spiritual fruit, to leading a life reflecting that of Jesus, trusting in him in all circumstances, the wheat and the tares can be told apart. The tares were left exposed, standing up tall as a phony amongst the wheat. The wheat now with all its many heads bowed down bearing fruit. The tares could now be readily identified, pulled out, and burned together with its unwanted and nuisance seed. The wheat was safely gathered in and transferred to the barn. And with this parable, it all depends on whether you are false wheat, a tear, or whether you are wheat. We should examine ourselves. For if our faith is anywhere else but in Lord Jesus Christ, then we are all tares and need to come to Christ today and be saved. Amen. <laughs>